Happy Monday, ladies and gentlemen. This is Rob. I'm back with episode number 268 of Shut Up and Grind. We're all about overcoming obstacles. We're about defying the odds and helping you clear whatever is blocking your path from having the success that you want to have. So I bring guests from all over the world, from six different continents. We're working on getting to Antarctica, but I bring guests from all over the world, and they share their stories of triumph, of overcoming so just to help people who may be, if you're in a rut, if you're plateauing of any kind, this show is to help inspire you to get through whatever is holding you back. And so today, helping me have this conversation is James Fu Torres, and we're going to be talking about his journey from the Air Force to becoming a sought-after podcast host and business coach. Welcome to the show, Fu. Uh, thanks for having me, Robert. I'm excited to get into the storytelling. I mean, uh, I, I love t telling stories because I, I've, I've been focusing on public relations and marketing strategy, which requires storytelling too, especially nowadays how people are just tired of just ads and just being sold to. They, they want to hear mm. the why and the story. So I'm excited for that. Yes, and it's the oldest form of entertainment. You know, before TVs and everything else, people used to sit sit around the fire and tell each other stories. So every facet of life, whether you're on the job, whether you're an employee, whether you're interviewing, like e almost everything that we do in our lives re requires us to tell parts of our story. And ironically, it's one of the number one fears in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's uh, the the thing about. Oh, like what would they be thinking about me? Do they think that I'm lying? Do they think that I'm just don't know even how to tell a story, or mm -hmm. or do they think that uh you know like I look funny or whatever, right? Like there's so <laughs> many things into play to that. I that's my opinion on on that. Yeah, it's like any other skill. You have to develop it. Like if you want to get good at basketball, you got to practice basketball, right? You want to learn to ride a skateboard, you got to ride a skateboard. <laughs> and so people that want to become speakers. It's really that simple. Take out your phone and record yourself speaking. And the more you do it, you're going to get better at it. So it's like any other any other skill development. So let's go back to your childhood for, for a minute. Did you see yourself doing this as, as a career or did you want to be something different? I knew I wanted to be a business owner since a young age, uh, being an entrepreneur, being uh, someone that innovates and, and finds new paths rather than the the traditional. That was something that growing up was a very, uh, like I remember like seeing things and be like, oh, I would do it this this way or whatever. So like, uh, and even seeing like my uncle being a business owner, my great grandma, oh, my grandpa being a, a business owner. So those things were like, I want to be a business owner, right? So that 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 part, yes, being a marketer, right? Like doing marketing strategy, doing public relations, and uh, things like that. Not that was not something that I saw coming necessarily. I I can't remember looking at commercials and different things and being kind of like liking that the side of advertisement. I just didn't connect it. Like, oh, I was gonna be a marketer. Gotcha. All right. So, what led you to go into the Air Force then, if you wanted to do to do business? Um, uh, you gotta start somewhere, right? Like, you gotta get first to to uh, generate income. So and skills, so I can then uh, be a business owner. So that's exactly how I I saw the Air Force as a as a as a, as a stepping stone in a way, right? So uh, like, look, I'll sign for four years, which is the minimum. I went active duty, and then I you know I served. I know I went to Syria, Kuwait, Qatar, Turkey, and um, 
in, in during that experience, I, I, I dabbled with doing tradings, doing investments, uh, doing, uh, uh, I, I invested on, on different things. I was trying social media, just kind of just while I had a, a, stable, a stable paycheck, uh, I started testing things out, right? And, uh, and, and from there kind of was what developed the, the interest in, into, into getting into marketing by me looking for what would be my ideal lifestyle and i'm like okay i want to have freedom and impact and and that's how i define success so that's when i saw the opportunity to work online uh, in online marketing it's a way to, you know it's like making money to business owners so they can always pay me if i make them money and give them visibility authority all that those, those things so that was the the thread of thought right like going from the air force and then uh, getting into being a business owner okay what's your definition of marketing <laughs> my definition of marketing is is it's tricky right because there's so many different different things but for me it's just how to how to how to communicate what you do in in a clever way for for people to first to get to 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 pick their interest right so that's like the cleverness like you how do i do hook them right how yeah. do i hook them then from there is how do i get them to to identify them, that my ideal target to identify themselves with my messaging, right? Uh, uh, and and then uh, it goes into into how to target the right people, how to even get to how what is the type of people that I want to actually target, right? So it, it goes from marketing it's it, it, as as a category as a, as a thing in the big big level. It goes everything from from like, why do I want to serve these people? Like, who is the people? What is the thing that I'm doing for them? In uh, combine like where right like in combine all that together uh, to then develop a, a marketing plan, right? A marketing strategy that then you implement and you know it goes into testing, uh, uh, validating, and then improvement, right? So that's that's how I see it. Okay, so you said said a bunch there. So I want to back up to something you said a second ago about you knew you wanted to be in business and you tried several different things, you know, until, until you found the one thing that really stuck for you. And what I find as I'm working with people, a lot of people don't know what that one thing is and they'll, they'll try something. It, they may struggle with it and then they just completely give up instead of, just like you said, trying to find what sticks for you. So how, like, how did you, whoa, I lost them. Oh, no. Um, yes. All right, here he is. <laughs> I was like, where'd he go? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to open like uh, a side thing to share this and then. Uh, oh. <laughs> so what my question was, so how how were you able like how did you know that marketing was the lane uh so because it it it, it was uh i i saw it as a via as a, as a good vehicle to to be able to have that freedom and impact like i said earlier so yeah because the the freedom part of being able to do it from anywhere in the world and have a uh and, and being able to do it effectively and and then the impact part is if um 
the way that I see it, and especially why I why I dedicated myself to the PR side of things a lot, right? The public relations was because uh, by if I see if I come across a business owner that they're doing something that is good for 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 the the people that they're serving or even for the world, right? In general. Yes me being able to amplify their impact amplifies my positive impact for the world. And that's how, why, why I saw it as a good vehicle because I can, my, my indirect impact can become like in, insanely big just by, by that, that staggering of like the, the, the business owner that I'm helping and they're helping other possibly even business owners or consumers. And then from there, right. That, that impact it, it, it was very like clear to me that I could have a, a meaningful, big impact. So that's why I did it. Okay. So do you agree with the statement that marketing can solve most things that people struggle with in business? Uh, it, yes and no. Uh, there's a little bit of like mental, right? That, that the mindset part of things that it's, completely like if you get on your way you can have the best marketing and and you still gonna fail because you're getting on your own way right or even your brand's way so there there is that but uh so i wouldn't say marketing fixes everything uh but you know when it comes to to be able to run a business if you can market uh if you can communicate properly right and if you cannot do sales right i think those are the three main components main skill sets that you need to have to be able to kind of solve everything in business in a way right like being able yes. to communicate being able to market and be able to sell yeah see i i kind of figured you you were going to go that direction that that was why i asked that question because I, I hear that i hear that a lot people think oh if i just throw a thousand bucks on facebook ads then i'm going to turn my business around and then come to find out you actually have to nurture those leads and follow up with those leads, you know, and actually get people on the phone or get them in person to actually sell them your product. So it's it's definitely a lot, a lot deeper, you know, than what a lot of people people think it is. But so for you and in your experience, what do you what do you think is the number one thing you help people with? The number one thing that I help people with is with first the awareness uh, of their current marketing and their in their brand and also um it will be the strategy right because uh that's how i i lead all my 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 engagements with people uh it's a matter of what's your strategy like what are you doing right now where do you want to be and how to connect those two is the main thing because if we start throwing things there and, and just hoping they stick uh then that's something that it, it doesn't uh, it, it's not a it's not a great strategy right it's like oh just just like hope is not a business strategy right that that's that's the thing so and when i say like the awareness is because on the process on 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 doing the assessment of their strategy they often like i just ask him probing questions and and they often realize like oh look i don't have a strategy for this and uh, i i have like so so sometimes it's just asking those right questions to give them their awareness of where they are just by, by separating that uh, time for it. And then from there, then uh, setting up that, that putting that plan on, 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 a, on, on, a, on a paper, right? Or like digitally and then have it like, okay, this is what we're doing. So we're not guessing. And now we're going to testing um, and, and validating, improving. Uh, but then 
you know, it's just having that first, right? Like you gotta be aware that you need that first and then go into the strategy development. And then that's when you go to implementation. Okay. So now you mentioned earlier too, about knowing who your audience is. So how important is it for businesses to have a defined avatar? Extremely important, uh, extremely important. And, uh, it's not something that should completely stop you, you know, uh, because some, especially in the beginning, it's it's hard to know you know who's your avatar so if you, if you don't even know uh, who you're resonating with and uh, who do you even want to work with right and, and that's that's some so it's okay to change your avatar it's okay to to go into into test and 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 figure it out but uh, but that should be one of the the main the main focuses for for you to start it's like you know who do I want to serve why and how I wear, right? All those different questions, right? <laughs> Answer those for, for the people you want to serve. And then that makes it a lot easier, right? You have a one, one, cha- not one, one avatar. Now it's like, how do I target this person? And there's a, probably a lot of ways to do it. So it's a matter of, you know, preference and budget and, you know, uh, how you, how you feel about it going at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. I was working with someone in Ireland. He has a video what do you call it? It's like almost like a video, a video counseling business. And so I was asking, all right, so like, what do you, what do you do? And he'd, you know, rattled off all these different, different divisions of mental health. And so I said, which one of these speaks to you the most? And he's like, well, they all do. I was like, there's no way. <laughs> it's like, they all can't speak to you the exact same way. I'm like, which one of these have you dealt with, you know, yourself? And he's like, well, depression. I said, all right, so why don't why don't you position yourself as the number one go-to guy to help people navigate depression? I said rather than trying to be a jack of all trades, you know, dominate one. I said that doesn't mean you can't do the others, but from a marketing perspective, right? How important is it? I mean, I I think most people already know the answer to this question, but how important is it to be clear with your messaging? Because like you don't want the consumers to be confused. Yeah, exactly. A, a confused consumer uh, will never buy, be a buyer, right? Like, like just a confused buyer will, will never buy because uh, they 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 don't know what they're buying, right? So, so that is that is something super important. Be clear, and this is uh, for when you're when you're doing marketing, you should make it as simple that anyone without any knowledge should understand. All right, because even if your ideal target, you have identified that they understand a, a more complex uh, language uh, in their in the in the industry, you can still the easier you make it, especially when you're just like you know if it's social media, we're scrolling and stuff. We need to just catch it quick, and also for other people that might see it, that might not be your ideal target, but then they might have a brother, a cousin, a friend, husband, yes. or you know, a wife, whatever, you know, that, that, that you should always account for those things because, you know, that word of the mouth and everything. So being extremely clear and concise and, and just use very basic language that anybody in like, you know, fifth grade or whatever, right? Like uh, can't understand. And then that's, that's the ideal message. Yes. Like, I'm not sure if I mentioned it when um, you interviewed me the other day was where, where I started my, my program was from 2020. So when the gyms were shut down 
and I joined the mastermind group. And as people were going around introducing themselves and describing what they do for their business, like so many people were bad at it. You know, it's like people would talk and I'd still be completely lost as to what it is that they do. So I started writing names down. I started inboxing people and saying, hey, I can help you out with that intro. I'm like, hey, I can help you out with that intro. And I think maybe a dozen people took me up on it. And I was like, I'm on to something here, (laughs) you know, but and um, I was actually hosting hosting an expo at the beginning of March. Well, mid mid March. And we had, I don't know, 22 vendors there i want to say and so as the mc i would go over to the tables and i'd hand them the mic They're like you want me to talk in the mic I'm like aren't you here to promote your business <laughs> i was like there's a hundred and some odd people in the room it's like i'm giving you the mic to promote your business <laughs> you know but so many people are afraid to talk about what they do yeah i agree <laughs> i agree it, 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 and that's why you know what what you what you do is like super super important right it just helping people to tell the stories and in a way you know that's something that i i do too in a different way right because i kind of force people uh my clients to to die to to dig deep into their why into what's what's their their talk right like what's their story what's the that angle that makes it unique and how they can attach it to to uh to the business and to into the potential clients, right? And how the, they relate and how that experience uh, it's actually something that gives you an edge, right? Uh, so, so those those type of things, those type of things are very, very important. So that's why you know storytelling is is just like one of the most ideal ways to to be effective with your marketing. Yeah, I actually wrote a blog post about that about how speaking speaking is the best way to promote your business. You know, it's especially if it's something that you're really passionate about when people when people speak it, that passion shows through. It, it shines. It shines right, right through. And people can feel that, you know, it's one, one thing if you're up there and you're you're nervous and, you know, you're tripping over your words. It's like people are going to like that's going to um, chase people away, like confidence, confidence, sells, confidence and passion. Like those two things sell. So to get in front of a group of people and pitch whatever it is that you do, especially if it's a service-based business, you know, the pitch, whatever it is that you do, that's powerful. You know, it's very, very powerful. So how much, well, I mean, you, you have your own, your own show too. And so do do you talk, do you talk about, about that, about marketing and helping people leverage speaking? Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, that's one of, one of the main uh, offers that, that we're kind of, we're pushing for for our clients right now is to get them on a on a program that that's an eight week course the one hour per Zoom with a TEDx organizer as a trainer, uh, giving them all the tips and tricks, all the insights on uh, how to develop your talk, how to uh, 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 leverage that prior to to doing the talk and then after, you know, how to monetize your speaking career, how to use that in business in general for authority, uh, and and also it, you know, how to get a, a lot of, a lot of views on your talk so that also you can use that leverage out in business. So, so that is a, a very big push for us because when you are, when you develop your talk, the other thing that we do is like the book too, which also it's, it's another form to, to force you to, to develop that, that, that story. Right. So those two, to, those two are a big focus on what we do. And, uh, and the reason is because 
they're very huge authoritative pieces that you can leverage infinitely, basically, right? You can put a TikTok on your funnel. You can send it people to, to watch it uh, right after uh, they met you for, before next call. With the book, it's the same thing, right? You can use it as a lead gen tool, uh, as a lead magnet, as a, as a way to go on podcast tours and, and tell your story, right? So it's a it's a big thing. Like in, in, in my podcast, when I bring people, I, I ask them about a little bit about their story, uh, so then people know like who they are, what they should listen to, right? Like where are they coming from? And then we go into advice and actionable tips for business leaders. And a lot of it is is, is marketing or or things that are adjacent, right? Because it's that's like the lifeblood of a of a business. So uh, you know, getting those if you you're not selling, you're not marketing, you're not selling, you know, you know, you're not you're not in business. So that that's why like that in in my podcast we definitely talk about um, storytelling marketing. In, in all those different components for, for business leader, leaders to thrive, like the business people that I've had on my, on my podcast, right? So. What do you say to people that say marketing is expensive? <laughs> it can be, <laughs> but, you know, it, it, uh, what I tell people, it's a matter of there is, there's marketing for, there are marketing strategies for every budget. So there's no excuse like, that. oh, I can't afford marketing. Well, you can't afford maybe paid ads at the moment, right? Because you need to test and and making sure that, that you have something good. You can always afford organic. I mean, if you don't have money, then you should have time because, you know, <laughs> something you have, you should have. So uh, then, then paying with time is a, like sweat equity, right? Like something that you can tell, like you can give to other people to, to do things, you know, th things like this, you know, getting together uh, and doing partnerships to uh, to to really amplify each other's impact, right? And that that could be something for free. Uh, in, in a lot of or there's a lot so many organic strategies that you can do, and like or even just yourself, just look for emails, message people, and and create a flow that is all manual because that's what you can afford right now, right? So it, it and then from there, you know, you start getting money. Now you want to reinvest so then you can buy back time, right? First, you're doing a lot of time. Then when you're making money, then you can buy some of that time back. So then you can keep moving forward or keep moving up and uh, level up the business. See, and we live in an amazing time now where you can actually start making money before the business is even ready. <laughs> You know, it was like I was um, I had a woman on. She does. She helps people with uh, Amazon sales. Right. So she helps people create Amazon stores and build build business with that. And as I'm listening to her, to, to her speak, this is maybe a year and a half ago. But as I was just listening to her break it down, like literally anyone can do it like today, <laughs> like it requires no no startup capital, no nothing. And. Just seeing seeing people people struggle. I mean, I've been been there, been there myself. But like seeing people struggle, knowing that there's tools out there that they can get started with immediately, it it's just it's mind it's mind boggling, really is. And then so with what you do on the marketing end, you know, would you consider yourself an amplifier? For sure, no doubt, okay. no doubt. <laughs> yeah, because like in the gym, remember we started we started this program. This was back in back in April. You know, it was it was kind kind of pricey. Like the the cost per per lead was definitely pricey, but but it brought people in. 
You know, I gotta say, like the the whatever they did, it definitely worked. Like it was AI driven as well. So like um the artificial intelligence did all of the follow-up. So like it vetted all of the leads. So we didn't really see anyone until they showed up for their appointment. Like it was all automated and yeah, it brought in some really, really deep, decent money in a short amount of time. You know, so I just sh I, I share that because most people are afraid of marketing because they see it as an expense versus an investment. It's like, yeah, we we put in probably 10 grand into to this project, but we got back out almost 30, you know? So we, when you look at it in that regard, it's definitely well worth it. So what do you say to people when they, if, if they give you price objections? Um, it, it, it depends. Like, so, so if it's, it just depends on like the the whole like setting, right? Because yeah. um, when I'm I'm not gonna like if if I see that leading up to 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 like the price, it, it was something that they were they were saying that everything was was fine, and then at the last minute, then like oh like you know no I, I don't I don't want it right. So then that it's a, a different approach because that's like a oh like. They either were lying or they were just pretending or something. So that's like an approach of like, well, I, now I kind of gonna dig dig for like the real answers now, right? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and and then the other the other side uh, will be people that are just like you know genuinely concerned of this either being an investment or an expense, right? And that and it's a matter of of like okay, so so what part what what parts of 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 the the sales call let's say right that, that that you you didn't see like look this is this is the absolute best given the situation right and and that's why i always lead with strategy because because i tell them look the first thing that you we should be doing is to is to separate a time for a strategy so we when when i when i do my calls i typically do like the the intro call right discovery then we, then after that we do an assessment and then after the assessment then we go into a paid strategy session which is going to be like 2 to 4 hours in like you separate a half day to go intensive into uh given the information that I have collected and some information that I'm going to give you as a homework uh then together we get together and in that time we will develop uh what it will be the the marketing plan for your next 90 days right so then from there if you don't see how the the strategy is the thing that you should be doing so then you're not just guessing then that's a problem of like well you need to understand why you need to lead with strategy so then we go into education and why it's important what is going to be you know anywhere between a thousand to like 2,500 bucks, depending on the complexity of the business. Um, and, uh, and, and, and then, so it's an educational side of things. If it's somebody that just got on the call just to see whatever, just shop, just window shopping, you know, yeah. that's a different thing. And when just identifying that and then like kind of let them go and stay connected some other ways, like, well, what, what will be the other ways? But if I see that it's just a matter of education, that a lack of education, then I just educate them. And if, if they feel like, okay, this makes sense, then, you know, that now they can see, okay, this is a clear investment. And we're starting here to make sure that we're putting ourselves in the best position to thrive, right? I cannot predict the future and I don't, there's a lot of variables, but if we at least take the right approach 
and there's like, oh, what's you know, what's fifteen hundred dollars for for developing something that will save you a lot of time and and will be the most efficient way to get to the right process, right? But we gotta test and validate, improve. But as long as you take the most educated decisions to to position yourself for for winning right to to really make it an investment that will be profitable then that's the best you can do right so that's that's kind of like my approach with with these things depending on the type of person that that i'm that i'm getting in front of me yeah see and that's that's huge too differentiating the difference between investment in an, in an expense like when i'm working with people to create stories you know they'll say oh you know this is this is pricey or whatever i said yeah but I'm going to change the way you speak forever, <laughs> forever. <laughs> you know, this is a skill that you will literally take until you leave this earth. <laughs> I said, and it's worth this much. Like people spend tens of thousands of dollars to go, go to college. They have a degree and they're not even working in the field that their degree is in. <laughs> you know, so, so it's like joining this program from kind of how you, you said earlier, like once you have that story defined, you can do so much with it. You can turn it into a book. You can start a blog. You can start, start a podcast. You know, there's so many different things you can do. If your story is powerful enough to attract news news media coverage, you know, there's so many different different ways that this can pay off for you. And it can pay off in a big in a big way. Like like you mentioned um TEDx, you know, getting on a TEDx stage can you know, just turn everything around. Like I had someone on, on the show, they, they landed, he, what, oh, what did he do? He has, he turned his, his farm into, into like a haven for, for dogs. So instead of dogs being put down in their tail end of their life, he, he lets them live, live out their, their life. So he has like, like a lake that, that he takes them for. It's just basically like a doggy amusement park, you know, so that dogs can, can have a good end of life. He said he got one new spot, and I think he said his Instagram following jumped by 80,000 in 24 hours and completely turned his business, <laughs> you know, right, right a full 180, you know. And so, like, that's that's the power of telling your story. And so, like, whenever people say, say it's expensive, I'm like, I'm telling you, like, this is, this is an investment that you will absolutely use every day of your life. Because you're going to become a better communicator, you know. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I agree. All right. I agree. All right, so let's get re- ready to break it down a little. I want you to speak directly to a startup. Okay, there's somebody out there right now that's just starting up. What are their? And I know every every business is is different, but just on on the surface level, what should every startup be looking for as far as marketing? I know it's kind of a broad question. Yeah. Um, but um, what I would say is to first thing is just get out and get conversations. You know, how do you do it? There's many ways to do it. Um, so if you're just starting out and you don't know exactly, then you can ask around, go uh, Google or do a YouTube search for videos, uh, finding people that will that will just literally ask the question like, look, I'm starting my business. I want to talk to people. How was the the easiest, cheapest way to do it, right? Like that that would be that would be my advice. It's just to get as many conversations as possible, uh, and then from there start start tweaking into like, okay, so I'm getting uh, more benefits from talking for this type of people. Where do I find more of these people? 
right? And then that's how you go refining and refining. You refine your message, you refine your talk, the way that you, you speak, the, the way that you approach people. Um, uh, another thing that I would say is to lead with value. Um, you have no clients, you just started, started uh, from scratch, never done this really. Then uh, go and, and lead, build relationships and say, hey, if I do this for free for a week or two weeks uh, for you, would you give me a would you give me a testimonial? Um, in that way, you know, you get a testimonial, you get you get uh, that proof of concept, and you get that practice, and you're doing it for free because you don't, you know, you gotta gotta earn it, right? Because you don't really know how to do it, right? It's counting that you don't know how to do it, um, and uh, and that that would be the, the the main thing is just just be be as strategic as possible with with the conversations that you are having, learn from them, record as many as you can, so you can. You know, you're going to cringe most likely. Uh, you're going to be like, oh, my God, why do I sound like this? Why do I say like so much? Why why did I say this? Whatever, right? So, and, and that's the way that you start becoming a better communicator. So, like I said earlier, uh, the, the the three main things that you should focus on as a startup and as any part of, you know, any, any stage of your business is how can I be the best possible communicator, you know, that, that I can possibly be, right? And then how to, how to market. And then for that, it's about like, you know, what's happening around you? How can you make it better? Right? Like there, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You know, it's just, mm -hmm. there's, there's certain things that people are already doing. Just take the lowest hanging, highest impact that you can find. And then, you know, do keep doing from there for like ability to market. And one of arguably, you want to know, one of the most important things is like being able to sell, right? Cause it's even, even if it's just selling people on getting on a call with you so you can maybe even do free work to get a testimonial like you know you you're always selling uh, it, it so selling for a call selling yourself uh, for a job even if you're not you know i know you said startups but like just in general for people like you're always selling even if it's yourself a relationship or anything right like so as long as you get really good at sales communicating and in marketing then that that that's how you can really take a business off the ground and how to do it. There's a lot of ways. So just ask people that know how to do it, right? There <laughs> it <nice>. is. <laughs> All right. Let people know where they can find you and if uh, you got any anything going on now with, with your business. Um uh, for uh for for me right now that that uh for, for people can find me, I put it here like Instagram is one of the easiest ways, right? James L Fu. It's a great way for for people to connect with me. Uh, best DM capabilities, uh, and I put a lot of content in there. Uh, and then um, I just I, I I have a the weekly podcast coming up. You know, every week on Thursdays I have a week uh, a podcast coming up, and uh, I have a newsletter too. Um, so like those those will be the the main things. Uh, my my website is imperiumauthority.com. I know it's a little bit of a mouthful, so sometimes you know, I tell people to just kind of look for uh, James L. Fu and then just kind of go from there uh, or James Fu Torres, which is my name. I think it's a little bit more uh, simple to to find me that way. <laughs> so yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's me. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for, for joining and uh, sharing your expertise. And I'm sure we'll, uh, I'm sure we'll cross paths, paths again, get you on a, on a future panel and uh, we'll check in, check in with you as well. So that was awesome. And let me see here. All right. So don't don't sign out yet. All right. I'll see you in a minute. You've been listening to Shut Up and Grind. 
We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. Robert has over 20 years experience pouring his knowledge and expertise at many events in the service and fitness industry, as well as secondary schools and universities. He has a true passion for helping others break through the barriers that are holding them back. To book Robert B. Foster to speak or to reach out, go to robertbfoster.com. Until next time, shut up and grind.